What is up, my good people? You're listening to My Turf. I'm your host, Ryan Marshall, of course, brought to you by Marshall Media, Season 1, Episode 11, titled How Sweet It Is, because we are in the Sweet 16 for March Madness. That's why we're doing this on Wednesday, so you can listen to this tonight and tomorrow before the Sweet 16 starts for the men's bracket. It's exciting. Uh, man, so many great games already. Don't look at your bracket all the way through, okay? I know there's been some big-time upsets, and I told you not to pick too many upsets, but could you have really planned for it? Don't blame me. Look, I told you to pick Gonzaga, and I got three out of the four Final Four teams right, okay? I'm sorry, Kentucky busted. It's not my problem. It's not my fault. I mean, they're usually pretty good this time of the year, so I don't know what, coach, what happened with Coach Calipari, but... Yeah, getting beat by a number two seed, yeah. Yeah, and obviously that number two seed's pretty good in St. Peter's, by the way. They are, you know, they're looking pretty good. So we'll talk about them later on in the show. I got some NFL news, of course. Tyreek Hill traded from the Chiefs today to the Miami Dolphins. They gave up a pretty good bit for him, most notably their first and second round pick of this year's draft. So Tyreek Hill on the move. He'll be on the other side of Jalen Waddell and uh, another weapon for Tua to throw to. Deshaun Watson was traded from the Texans to the Browns this week. No movement yet from Baker Mayfield, though. It looked like he wanted to be traded to the Indianapolis Colts. Didn't happen. Um, the Colts decided to trade for Matt Ryan of the Atlanta Falcons. So Baker Mayfield is still technically a Brown. We'll see what happens with him. They may release him, is the rumor. Uh, of course, this week as well, Mitchell Trubisky signed by the Pittsburgh Steelers. So it looks like it's going to be a three-headed race over there with Mitchell Trubisky, Dwayne Haskins, the former first-round pick, and uh, Mason Rudolph, a former second-round pick out of Oklahoma State, who's been on the team for about three or four years. They just got to figure out that situation. They may still even draft one, um, you know, come to the draft. I mean, who knows? So we've a lot of quarterbacks have been moved this week. Uh, James Winston was re-signed by the Saints. Of course, we know Chris Godwin got signed by the Buccaneers. Uh, for Tom Brady again, so he's got one of his other star wide receivers back for the Buccaneers. They're going to be re- pretty dangerous. Let's just be honest. They're going to be really, really dangerous. Uh, remember, Mitchell uh, Carson Wentz was traded from the Colts to the Washington. I hate saying this name because it's not even a cool name, the Commanders. I mean, what are you going to say? Look, go Commanders. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't even sound cool. I mean, what's their slogan going to be? Slogan going to be, let's go Commando. I mean, it sounds it sounds like a underwear commercial, right? Yeah, or lack thereof. So, I'm not digging the name. Anyway, I digress. So, that's the NFL news going on right now. Got some big questions about the bracketology mess. I understand it. We're going to recap these games. Maybe try to uh, dissect what happened to our brackets. Because, uh, yeah, I've got three out of four Final Four teams still in it. But, overall, uh, yeah, I'm 52% correct. That's it. Yeah, just 52%, a little bit over half right on my bracket so far. So it's not a pretty picture. We're going to go over these games and talk about them, okay? I promise you. On Ryan's Recaps, that's the next segment. Thank you so much for tuning in to My Turf. Remember, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, email me at myturfpodcast at gmail.com. Ryan's Recaps next after this segment. Thank you. And we're back here on my turf for this segment, Ryan's Recaps. Let's go ahead and break down your brackets, okay? All right, on the women's side, if you did what I told you to do and pick all the high seeds, you would have picked 92% correct right in the, like, 120,000th out of, like, 5 million people. Okay, you'd have been sitting pretty good. On the men's side, if you listen to me, 
different kind of story. You'd be middle of the road, 53% correct right, um, 8.2 million out of like 15. So I'm sorry. Look, I got three out of four final four teams right in Gonzaga, um, Arizona, and Kansas that are still in it. And we still have like two more games to go to get to the final four. But hey, that's that's better than not having any still left in it, right? Or at least so. Um, yeah, Gonzaga, I picked Gonzaga to go all the way. They struggled with Memphis in the second round and had to make a comeback win and won 82 to 78. That was kind of the game that stuck out the most to me in the West. Um, it was a great game between Duke and Michigan State. Vintage Coach Krzyzewski versus Tom Izzo, 85 to 76. Duke was really starting to scare me a little bit. I just didn't want to go, didn't want to see Coach K go out like that, at least make it to the, uh, make it to the Sweet 16. And they battled there at the end and really, really overcame a lot of adversity in their in their youth. They really just overcame their adversity and foul trouble and and uh, the Dukies getting it done. Arizona, another scare right there. Arizona, man, this is a team that's looked really, really good all season long with first year head coach Tommy Lloyd. He was a longtime assistant for Gonzaga's head coach Mark Few over there, helped build that program and sustain it. And uh, he went over to Arizona and completely turned this team around from what, you know, kind of a mess where Sean Miller had left them with all the recruiting uh, violation stories and stuff like that. By the way, he got a job this week. Uh, Sean Miller will be back at coaching Xavier Ward. He kind of built his reputation. So it's a good move for him to get back there. But Arizona, they struggled with TCU and had to go to overtime and went and uh, won an 85-80. to 80. A big another, another storyline out of that one, a big storyline. Michigan gets past Colorado and then upsets the number three seed in Tennessee. They're going to move on to take on Villanova in the Sweet 16. So that's going to be an exciting game. How about Kansas? They got tested, man, by Creighton. And 179 to 72, uh, a team that's kind of shocked a lot of people. Providence, they they were on upset alert against South Dakota State in the first round. Great back and forth game. They get past them, and then they dominated Richmond, who upset Iowa in the first round. So they dominated uh, Richmond 79 to 51. Iowa State at 11 and seed the year before. They won two games under head coach Steve Prom, who got fired. You know, they got a new head coach. And uh, Oxalander, man, he's done a great job in building that program uh, back to where it should be because it's pretty. It's a pretty good basketball school. Um, if you go back and look at like when they had Fred Hoiberg there as a coach and stuff, so it's a good basketball school. They got it done uh, against LSU, and then they beat number three seeded Wisconsin, fifty-four to forty-nine. How about Auburn? They got upset, seventy-nine to sixty-one to Miami. I was pretty. Sh- I was shocked by this. I thought Jabari. Uh, Jabari Smith was the best player in the tournament and uh, maybe in the nation. I was completely shocked by this. Uh, Auburn did not look good at all in this game. Didn't play good defense. Uh, Jabari was completely off, so I was kind of shocked by that. Going to the east, how about this one? North Carolina, they upset Baylor in overtime, 93-86. to Look at Hubert Davis and his team getting it done against the defending national champs. Uh, St. Mary's beat Indiana and then uh, got tripped up by UCLA, so we're going to see. UCLA versus North Carolina in the Sweet 16. So Baylor is the first number one seed to get knocked out. Purdue looking good, man. Uh, they looked good against Yale, then they looked good against Texas, who I thought Texas might have a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble with Virginia Tech, but they got beat. So uh, let's talk about the biggest upset in the Cinderella story right now. St. Peter's, okay? This is a, uh, a school near New Jersey, 15 seed. Um, wow. They upset Kentucky, eighty-five to seventy-nine. I was like, "Oh my goodness, what happened?" I picked I picked Kentucky to go to the Final Four. I thought they would beat Baylor and get go on to the Final Four. 
Uh, not so fast. St. Peter's, they took them out. They took them out, and then they took out seven seed Murray State, seventy to sixty. This is a really good and fun basketball team to watch. Pay attention to them. Um, man, they look good. They look good, and they're fun to watch. Um, they just they don't have a whole lot of size, but they got a lot of good. Um, they play really sound fundamentals, and everybody on that team seems like they can shoot. Um, yeah, it just seems like everybody on that court can shoot. So they're a fun team, fun team to watch. We're going to break down that matchup between St. Peter's and Purdue in the next segment. So I hope you enjoyed Ryan's recaps. Next segment's up next. We're going to do uh, the men's Sweet 16 matchup. Stay tuned here on my turf. And we're back here on my turf again. I'm Ryan Marshall. I hope you enjoyed Ryan's recaps. Said my name quite a bit there. Sorry about that. Okay, let's go ahead and get into it. Sweet 16 matchups Thursday night. Get ready. It's going to be the first one between Gonzaga and Arkansas. Of course, the number one seed versus number four seed. Thursday, 6:09 CBS. Get your popcorn ready. Eat dinner a little early so you can watch this game. Okay, so here's the breakdown. If Arkansas can use their athleticism and their size to outmuscle Drew Timmy and Chet Holmgren down low with Jalen Williams and company, Arkansas can win this game. They can totally win this game. And they're going to have to play great defense because their shooting has been horrendous since they've uh, limped into the tournament. In the SEC tournament, they didn't look that strong shooting the ball either. Uh, somehow they're playing good defense and making enough shots to win just like how they did to beat New Mexico 53-48. to in the round of 32. So, look, Gonzaga, they're battle-tested. They're going to need – oh, man, they're going to need Andrew Nebhard to come up big and play well against J.D. Note of Arkansas. Um, but I think Arcan- I think, uh, I think think Gonzaga can get it done. Mark Few moves on to the lead eight, and uh, we'll see who they'll face off with. But I, th- I got a good feeling um, – got a good feeling it's going to be Gonzaga moving on against Arkansas. Okay, moving on to the next game. Michigan versus Villanova out of the South region. Um, look, Michigan is definitely, they're an 11 seed, but they're a really good 11 seed. Of course, led by head coach Jawan Howard. They're playing for him. It seems like they're so stoked to get him back after, you know, he was suspended for the open-hand slap against the assistant from Wisconsin. They're playing for their coach. There's a lot of love out there. They look good. They're led by their their center, Hunter Dickinson. He's 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 a beast down low. He's actually got a good shot, too. Gets a lot of blocks. Um, he's tough, man. There's nobody really from Villanova that can match up with him. But the guards, Devontae Jones and Eli Brooks from, from Michigan, they're really, really good. We know Villanova, they like to play with three guards. They're led by Colin Gillespie and, and uh, Justin Moore. No, not the country music singer, but basketball player. Villanova is deep. They're sound. I think they're the best fundamental team in the nation. I think Colin Gillespie leads this team over Michigan. It's going to be close, but uh, I would say somewhere around that 72 to 61 range. I think Villanova gets it done. All right, moving on. The winner of Texas Tech versus Duke gets Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. So Texas Tech, of course, the number three seed. Duke, the number two seed. This is going to be Thursday, 839 on CBS. Okay, Mark Adams is in his first year coaching at Texas Tech. Uh, He was a longtime head coach, and then he's an assistant now at Texas Tech. He was for the last five years until uh, Chris Beard moved on to Texas. So he knows the staple of this team. It's defense. They are really, really good. At, they're, they're deep with a lot of defensive big men who can switch on them. 
Uh, they're led in scoring by Kevin O'Banner and Kevin McCullough. They're really, really good swing man. Coach K, look, he has got a great team. Apollo Benchera, Wendell Moore Jr. and center Mark Williams. When these guys are playing together, uh, because they're so talented, they're just young. They're just young, and they don't have the best shooters all around. But these guys, man, they are so good. They have such a strong ISO game. Mark Williams is hes really good down low, uh, very long. So this is going to be a tough game. I picked Texas Tech to begin the uh, in my bracket to win this game. I'm still going to have to go with them. I love Duke. I hope I'm wrong about this. It just seems that Texas Tech is so good defensively that they're going to be able to, you know, and by the way, they're experienced. They're they're defensive and they're experienced, and I think that pays off for uh, Mark Adams and his Texas Tech Red Raiders to move on to face uh, face Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. And uh, I would look still for Gonzaga to maybe get past them. Gonzaga is a team that they're skilled and they can shoot enough that I still think that they can even get past a good defensive team like Texas Tech. Okay, this, this is the last uh, Thursday night game. Sorry if you hear my paper, but yeah, I got a lot of notes. Uh, it's going to be Houston versus Arizona. Out of the South bracket, of course, the winner gets uh, Villanova in Michigan. Okay, so Houston, the five seed taking on Arizona. Five seed Houston. You're thinking, well, that's that's a pretty good seed. They have an outstanding coach in Kelvin Sampson. He, you know, he's been everywhere, Indiana, Oklahoma. You know, had some trouble along the way, but this is a great coach. They have a great team. Um, I got to be honest with you, man. I love this matchup. I love this matchup. Houston has their guard, Kyler Edmonds, and uh, Taze Moore, man, he is a star. And also forward, Fabian White. If they play well, they can give number one, number one seed Arizona a lot of trouble. For, for Arizona, here's the thing, man. They have – it's kind of crazy. They have a very kind of international team, but Benedict Mathorin is their guard. He's everything, man. He is amazing. Love watching him play. Uh, Zude Tubulus is uh, one of their forwards, man. He's one of the best. Uh I think in the NCAA, he's really, really good. He didn't play a whole lot versus TU, TCU, which kind of concerned me a little bit, but it was just about the matchup. They're going to need him big in this game. I think he'll, he'll be well well rested because he only played 16 minutes against TCU. Uh, look out for their center, Christian Coloco. He's amazing. Look, if Arkansas, they had 16 turnovers versus TCU. If they can limit the turnovers and use their size and depth, they take, they take care of Houston without a doubt. I love Arizona going forward, man. This is a really athletic team. Look, it's first year, uh, first year head coach Tommy Lloyd's team. He was a longtime assistant for Gonzaga. He's done a great job taking over for Sean Miller. Look, I like this Arizona team to win this game. They're going to face off against uh, Villanova. I did pick Arizona to beat Villanova to go on to the Final Four. Um, I was really kind of, conf- oh, man, I was conflicted on that because I really love this Villanova team. Just seems like Arkansas kind of has that magic going on for him this season. So uh, it's March Madness. You got to pick somebody. All right. Let's go ahead and get ready for Friday night's game after we take a pause for the cause after this break. And we're back here on my turf. Let's go ahead and break down Friday's matchups of the Sweet 16. Man, I'm looking forward to this one. It's going to start it off. Cinderella, St. Peter's, the Peacocks taking on number three seed Purdue. Of course, St. Peter's the number 15 seed. They've knocked off, let's look at it, Kentucky, and they've knocked off Murray State, the number seven seed. Kentucky was the number two seed. So this team can flat out play. They roll 10 deep in there. They're going to rotate a lot of big men in there. When I say big men, they're not really big like 6'9", 6'10". 
They're more like six, 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 seven. They're going to play probably three at a time, and it really helps their versatility, and they can switch on defense and helps them out tremendously. They're a good shooting team. They're, they're fundamentally sound. Watch out for them. Uh, they have an outstanding guard in Daryl Banks, uh, the third, and an outstanding six-man who comes off the bench in Doug Eater who can really light it up to three-point land. Um, Purdue, look, they're led by head coach Matt Painter. He's been there a long time. His staple, he can do it all as far as he, he loves to play in transition. He'll slow the game down. He's an outstanding guard in Jaden Ivey, who leads the team center, Zach Eady, and a great six-man in uh, Travion Williams, too. So both teams are deep, but uh, Purdue, I think, is just better. So bank on it. I'm going to give the nod to uh, Purdue leaving. Uh, well, Cinderella's going to lose his glass slipper. So I'm taking Purdue in this one. So Friday, 629, TBS, Providence versus Kansas out of the Midwest region. Providence, they've had some really good teams um, in the past, but this is really um, one of their better teams led by head coach Ed Cooley. He's been there a long time. He just He's finally put it all together. He's got a great team versus Kansas. Uh, he's led by center Nate Watson, great guard in Al Durham, and Jared Bynum. Got an outstanding forward, too, and Noah Horsler, who is uh, not a big guy, but, man, he can take you outside and shoot as well. Coach Bill Self uh, leading Kansas. Look, he's been there a long time. His hair's still brown for some reason, too, so, like, you can tell he's, like, the spokesperson for just for men hair color. But, uh, yeah, he's got – man, he's got one of the best guards out there in Ochai Agbaji and, of course, Christian Braun and uh, an outstanding six-man and guard Remy Martin, too. Watch out for forward Jared Wilson. Um, he's really good. So Kansas, I believe, has too much. They're going to get past Providence. But watch out, man. Providence has been upsetting some people. So uh, watch out. Okay, so Thursday, excuse me, Friday, 839, CBS, North Carolina versus UCLA. North Carolina knocked off the defending champs in Baylor. First-year head coach Herbert Davis. He's a UNC grad. He took over for Roy Williams after being a longtime assistant. Got a great guard in R.J. Davis. He's got forwards. Uh, Brady Merrick and Armando Bucket. Man, he's he's probably gonna be the best player on the court. UCLA. This team kind of, man, they they made such a great run last year. Remember, they lost in the Final Four um, in the semifinals against Gonzaga, 93 to 90 in overtime. They've kind of got that trio back um, in their backcourt, led by Tiger Campbell, uh, Jamie Jacquez Jr., and Johnny Juzang, who of course transferred from Kentucky. This is a very talented team. I love UCLA, man, in this matchup. I'm going to pick them. I think they got the experience, and, uh, man, I think they, they're just going to figure things out against North Carolina, even though it wouldn't be shocked if North Carolina pulled it off. Um, let's take a look at the last game on Friday, the number 11 seed Iowa State versus number 10 seed Miami. Friday, 859 TBS. Hey, this is a, an Iowa State team who's kind of a Cinderella story team. They beat LSU, and, of course, they knocked off Wisconsin with great defense. Led by first-year head coach T.J. Otzelberger. Last year, um, Steve Prom, who, who I'm a big fan of, used to be an assistant at Alabama, only had two wins last year. I don't know what happened. They just The team fell off the rails, and they couldn't get it going. So they fired Steve Prom, and Otzelberger comes in. He's a longtime assistant there. Um, he's a great coach, obviously, because he's got this team revamped, reloaded. Iowa State, man, they're looking good. They're, they got a great guard in Isaiah Brockington. He can do it all. And they have an outstanding true freshman in uh, Tyrese Hunter, too. So watch out for them. Miami, they're a great team. They're led by old school coach, but he's always evolving. And um, Jim Larry Naga, man, he's one of the best. He's got a great transition scoring basketball team led by guards Cameron McGusty and Isaiah Wong and Charlie Moore. Charlie Moore, man, 
He's only 5'11", but he leads this team in rebounding. Um, I kind of love what Iowa State is doing defensively. They're really stifling teams. But Miami is so quick. They get out there. They fire. They can shoot from everywhere. They're coming off a big win over Auburn. I'm going to take Miami in this one. I like Miami. Um, I love the story of Iowa State, too. And I always want to say, like, defense wins championships. But Miami's, man, they're just so they're just so quick. They get down the court so fast. I'm going to take Miami. So, that's uh, Friday night's matchups. Of course, let's go ahead and look ahead, though. Uh, the winner of Gonzaga-Arkansas will take on Texas Tech and Duke. Uh, the winner of Arkansas and Houston will take on the winner of Michigan and Villanova. Kansas and Providence winner will take on Miami and Iowa State. And the winner of Purdue and St. Peter's will take on UCLA and North Carolina. Those, of course, those games will be played on Saturday and Sunday. Look out. Uh, check your TV guide. Make sure you're ready to set up for those games, whether they're on CBS or TBS, and you can tune in. Love March Madness. Uh, we've got a lot of things going on, of course. NFL's got some big news always breaking. NBA season, it's getting close to the end. Um, I actually had a question. Uh, my dad was actually giving me crap saying, hey, uh, you know, hockey. When are you going to do some hockey? Look, there's 20 games left in the hockey regular season, Dad. And we can't, I can't wait for the Stanley Cup playoffs. If you're not a big hockey fan, you should at least tune in for the Stanley Cup playoffs. It's like an all-out war every game. These guys lay it on the line. Man, it's such a blue-collar game. They get after it. It's fun to watch. Watch the Stanley Cup playoffs. If you haven't, if you're not paying attention to it right now, you need to. Look, out of the Atlantic and the Eastern Conference, the Florida Panthers, they're the number one seed, it looks like. Tampa Bay Lightning, the number two seed. Number three seed, the Toronto Maple Leafs. See, these are much better names than the Washington Commanders, right? In the Metropolitan Division, you got the Carolina Hurricanes uh, are the number one seed. The number two seed is the Pittsburgh Penguins. The number three seed is the New York Rangers. The wild card teams, you get two teams in, okay? If you don't know much about hockey, you get two teams into the wild card for a total of eight, okay? Right now, it's the Boston Bruins, which is my team, and you got the Washington Capitals. So that is the Eastern Conference in hockey, setting you up Western Conference, okay, in the Central Division. You got the Colorado Lamblanche. Number two seed is the St. St. Louis Blues. Number three seed is the Minnesota Wild. Okay, out of the Pacific uh, Division, you got the Calgary Flames. The number two seed is going to be the Los Angeles Kings. And the number three seed is going to be the Edmonton Oilers. The Wild Card. This is everybody's kind of America's favorite team right now. A lot of people love this team. The number one seed, of course, is the Nashville uh, Predators. This is the Wild Card. So. Not really the number one seed, but out of the wild card, you got the Nashville Predators and the Dallas Stars. Uh, behind them, you got the Vegas Golden Knights really kind of press, trying to press them and get in. So stay tuned. We got much more to come on hockey um, in the upcoming weeks uh, here on my turf. I love hockey. Uh, right now, it's just it's all about March Madness. It is it's huge. It's what's popping right now. Of course, a lot of NFL news coming out, but we will definitely break down hockey and the NBA as the playoffs as the playoffs approach i promise you i promise you dad i really do um thank you so much for tuning into my turf season one episode 11 that's a wrap uh happy birthday to my baby girl l she'll she'll turn six on friday i'll have a big party for her saturday she is daddy's world i love you so much sweetheart and uh i can't wait to show you with all the gifts that we bought you you're spoiled as heck but thank you so much to everybody listening season one episode 11 that's a wrap my turf